Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Fathomless, a D&D podcast set in the world of Fialo. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Eddie, playing Tivil, Mitch, playing Neris, Joe, playing Alton, Laura, playing Rue, and Jake, playing Fishman. <laughs> Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the party, uh, the crew of the Polaris made their way back um, to Ankathir, the, uh, the capital of the island of Yalos, and the, the home of their bosses uh, through a, a series of little vignette scenes um, revealing a great many things about our senior officers and their new guests. Um, but it is finally time that they return to, uh, to the capital to uh, face their bosses and say, hey, we've done our job. Um, so, you arrive, um, and you're just on the outskirts of, or just outside of the island on the 11th of Ketathil, after several days at sea, um, and you... Um, see ahead of you this port city that most of you would find familiar um, other than Rue. Rue, this is a settlement beyond anything you have ever seen in your consciousness. Um, It is... There are on the horizon, or I guess it's the opposite of the horizon? Uh, tall uh, buildings that seem to be made of stone, um, but a lot more, a lot more neatly carved, and a lot more. As you get closer, you notice detailed than those of um, of Akron. Uh, you notice that coming into the port. Um, there are some smaller, uh, or shorter, but large, still large, um, wooden structures, the dock houses, um, and who, can I get everyone to roll me a perception check? Um, I will note, uh, it will be at disadvantage, I'm sorry, because, uh, the... The weather is a bit uh, overcast and starting to to rain at this point in time. The captain rolled an eight. <laughs> Ishman got a twelve. Alton got a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neris is actively not looking. 
okay. is he is in his quarters. The yeah. All right. And Rue was very low as well. Rue is actively just like very like they've been sort of sustained below deck most of the time, sort of keeping to themselves beyond what conversations people drew them out for. Um, but um, he's sort of like as he's kind of like heard a lot more commotion as like there's a, a lot of people will be working to sort of start preparing to dock. Um, Rue kind of like um, has run out, has like kind of like ventured out into the deck and has been sort of overcome with excitement. Um, it's like uh, uh, they're not paying any attention to the, the broad stuff thing because I got like a four, um, but they're so excited um, and then like you know in a sort of way and they sort of just seem to be sort of like jittering a little bit, um, in like which people close to them could hear like the me- mechanical kind of clicking a little bit, um, and they sort of then like even like reach up to hold their hat, uh, the little tricorn cap like further down their head as they look out, um, yeah, very excited. <laughs> Um, as the ship comes into dock, um, the rain begins to pick up more, and you have a rough place. Like, you don't have a specific um, dock uh, position associated with you, but you have a region that is uh, generally reserved for ships that fly under the fly their banners under the heads of the hydra um and because of that dock fees and everything are obviously covered by your employers um so now that you're in this uh, big city what would folks like to do um someone will need to go to report to the the heads of the Hydra at some point. But beyond that... So, um, Tibble, as we dock, um, this would be a common occurrence um, whenever we do dock at major port cities that we know we're going to be stopping over in um, for some amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, He calls a crew meeting. And um, those that are assigned to shore leave, um, he addresses, and, you know, I won't RP this whole thing, but he addresses the people that are assigned to shore leave um, that were awaiting uh, this opportunity to dock and allows them their leave, um, maintaining for a rough period of time when they will dock again and just telling them to be around this port city to, um, you know, hear for them and give him a rough address of where they will be able to be found when they stay back in the city again uh, so that he can send a message for them to return to the boat. Um, he also addresses those that are... Um, the crew staying on the ship, which there will be a very small skeleton crew um, that just manage the, um, A, making sure that the ship is secure and that it's not being a <laughs> ransacked or stolen, um, but also to just maintain general repairs and anything that we need to be port uh, to manage and to fix um, and 
addresses them, um, saying that they will be relieved of duties within shift um, over the next day. And to the rest of the crew, he reports that we will be in um, port for a minimum of three days and for us to convene back um, by dawn on the third day uh, so that we can reassess our situation and as to whether we'll be staying on further. Um, Once he's gotten that crew conversation out of the way, he does address his senior officers. Um, All of that, of course, applies to you as well. Um, If there are any tasks that you have that you wish to do or that you need to see me for, please let me know. I myself uh, this afternoon will be uh, attending, well, a meeting with the heads of the Hydra to report back on the mission. Um, I do believe some of you may have personal errands that you wish to run. Much like the uh, rest of the crew, as long as you're back here by dawn on the third day, that's fine by me. If any of you wish to accompany me uh, to the heads of the Hydra, please let let me know. Otherwise, I will be back here this evening um, before securing accommodation for tonight for myself and Kara. Kara will, of course, be staying back on the ship for now to... uh, oversee making sure that the deck crew are fed and taken care of. Oh, and, um, sorry, apologies. Uh, <laughs> Rue, Eldrin, um, honoured guests of uh, the uh, Polaris. And of course, you too, Ham. Can't forget you. Uh, you are Eldrin, of course. This comes the end of the journey. Um, where can we find you to finish up business? I... Do you know where you'll be staying yet? Or would you like to accompany me to the heads? I'll accompany you. That keep things nice and simple, I imagine. Wonderful. It'll, uh, it'll be good to have the company, I guess. But, um, Rue, you are, of course, an honoured guest here. Um, please feel free to explore the city. I know it might be a bit overwhelming for you. So if you wish, um, I can assign you an offsider. Maybe uh, Fishman, you, you've been to many a port before. Would you like to... Show Rue around, maybe, or uh, of course, you may have personal errands. I don't want to pressure any of you into any anything. I, I am more than happy to. I don't particularly have much to do, so, and I don't see any reason why I can't do them with Rue. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. I would appreciate the company. I must say this is so incredible. I've never seen a settlement so big and so many ships and so many people. I, I, well, I might have seen this many, but my, this many before, but I can't. Oh, well, this is so exciting. And Rue kind of like turns from like Tibble to like, um, to Fishman. We traveled here on a ship, so far on a ship. How big must the world really be? How far have I traveled before? This is so exciting. 
And you, you would accompany me? Of course. That's very kind of you. I have but one task that I believe I must look for. Well, the second one, of course, the things for Ham. I am not certain if Ham would be welcome upon the here with so many people around. Uh, it's a part city, Boo. They've seen many a things come and go. Ham oh. should be fine just as long as he doesn't go eating anyone or any of their stores. If you see, just... No, you have to buy the people. things that Ham eats. So of just course. make sure he doesn't eat anything. In, in fact, uh, there is... Before you scurry off, there is one thing. And um, you see him um, sort of shift over... Um, we are up on deck, but he kind of uh, kicks up a false board that is next to the, um, like, captain's sort of... There's, like, a little captain's hovel right next to where the steering wheel is, which normally there wouldn't be, but he is quite small, so he kind of needs it <laughs> um, to be able to um, shift up. But he kicks out a false board and pulls out a... Um, sack of gold um and he's like do you have like a a pouch or something on your roof i do i do have some gold of course please don't trouble me trouble yourself so you're my guest <laughs> and um you see him uh sort of reach up um for like a pouch or something of yours it's like it's, may i oh Yes. Uh, okay. And Rue kind of like leans down, kind of like opens up the pouch and just like look, turns their head quizzically like a bird might. Um. So <laughs> you watch as he kind of tips um, in this weighted sort of fashion uh, about a hundred gold <laughs> into your pouch okay. and hands it back to you and he's like, now, uh, this is for both yourself and Ham. Um, get any provisions you may need. If you'll be traveling with us for a while, you may need to ensure that you are properly uh, equipped. Of course. I now, was wondering, there is a lot of... You were expecting me to be a guest for a while? As long as you wish to be, of course. You may not have need, but this is my personal gift to you. So no kind of need you. to return any change or whatnot. Um, I will see what I can do. That is very kind of you. I just, will ensure I repay it someday. Just maybe get some provisions for young Ham, and we'll call it even. That way my wife won't um, try and divorce me. Ham is very sorry, I'm sure. But what happened to the plates? Ah, yes. The plates. Did you hear that, Ham? No eating people, but we can go for a walk. Wouldn't that be nice? Indeed, I suppose. Excellent. I have two tasks now. Wonderful. Uh, and of course, uh, if any of you wish to accompany what will most likely be a very interesting um, 
exploration with uh, young Rue and Ham. Please feel free. I do have some tasks to accomplish in this afternoon. I can attend for a small period of time. Of course. Yeah, I've got to um, uh, uh, run off and meet someone. Uh, sent them a messenger pigeon earlier. But, uh, you enjoy. Sure, we'll all be very excited. We'll have a wonderful outing together. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, lots of fun. Alvin says, looking at Ham. <laughs> Ham's little beady eyes stare back at Elton. <laughs> Unrepentant. <laughs> Alton just kind of does the things to eyes like, I know what you've done. <laughs> From like ch- chewing on like some, like, I don't know, ladle or something like that. <laughs> Tibble um, walks up to Ham, gives him a pat on his snout, and he's like, All right, well, you lot enjoy the, um, well, the limited shore leave we have. Uh, as I said, I'll be back on deck this evening before finding uh, accommodation for the evening because I, as much as my bed on here is comfortable, I would like a nice meal uh, and to be able to treat my wife to a nice meal that she has not cooked herself. So um, I will, if I do not see you this evening, I will leave notes uh, as to where I'll be staying if any of you need to find me um, and those of you with magic and the sort or the facilities to just do that thing where you can talk to me or whatever. Eldrin, shall we head? That sounds delightful. Perfect. Well, the rest of you enjoy this, uh, well, stormy day. Um, try and pretend it's sunny and enjoy all right. Well, of course. Travel safely, Captain. Uh, so, is anyone else no, joining? Us. Is anyone else joining uh, Tibble and um, Eldrin? I don't believe so. No. Okay. Excursioning uh, into town. All right. Well, in that case, what are other people intending to do in town? We'll jump to Tibble and Eldrin a bit later. Well, I guess, like, um, Rue sort of, like, um, it's just, again, just all just kind of, like, clacking a little bit, just, like, excitedly. Um, and then, like, I guess when we leave the boat, the ship, um, uh, which, again, we're, like, the, <laughs> I don't know the boarding terms for, for ships, um, but, like, it, it would buckle quite a lot because Rue's heavy, Ham is very heavy. Uh, I imagine Ham is immediately very interested in everything because um, Boulette's kind of, like, sense tremors and things like that on the ground, so be, there would be a lot more motion and movement everywhere currently. Um, but, yes. Um, and then, yeah, Rue's just kind of just, like... <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. I will also <laughs> say to some degree, like, cause Ham has like these like spiky sort of shark like mm. fins cause land shark and also like Ham's just built different. Um, there is like a little bit of like a, um, 
like uh rue has kind of precautionarily kind of like tied around like a little bit of rope around like this um like a particularly jagged sort of little shark fin shape um and like rue is very easily holding on the, the rope however is just like straining <laughs> Um, and then Rue just kind of just like looks around at the sort of gr- group that they've accumulated, um, and they're like, "This is so exciting! Have you all been here before? It implied so." We have. I've, I believe a lot of us have been here on multiple occasions. Uh, our vessel has docked here after almost every mission that we've done. Oh, it's like your home in a way, then. Not Somewhat. a home. A place. Location. Said to be frequent. This is uh, work to me. I see. Is the ship the, your home, then? In a sorts? This is too philosophical. This is very exciting. And there are so many people, so many places. Houses built of stone that are so tall. This is incredible. I shall definitely get my task completed here. What are you trying to accomplish? Well, I have two now, of course. I, um, as the captain requested, need to obtain more food for Ham so that Ham stops eating things in the kitchen. And my primary task, well, Fishman, you have been very helpful and very friendly, and I know what I need to find. I'm going to find a source of apples. Imagine you could find many here. Yes. So I'm quite excited. I, I have an idea of how to find some, of course. But if you know any good locations, please do let me know. In the meantime... And Rue sort of, like, bounces... It's still, like, bouncing a little bit on the, the back of their, like... It seems to be like they have, like, heels, slight heels to their boots, um, and then kind of, like, touches their long, claw-like fingers together in a particular pattern, um, sort of... And which then, like, pulling out sort of a small bluish strand of light, which kind of, like, sort of wells up through the seams of one hand and then lights up in the other. And then the hand immediately points in a direction as they cast Locate Object... Um, which is basically uh, since the direction of the object's location, as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, it doesn't need to be a specific item. It just has to be like the nearest object of a particular kind. So in this case, apple. And Rue's hand will just go in the direction of wherever the nearest yeah. apple is. So there's, there's at least one. Um, probably... And I will also note Rue is completely unflappable by the rain. It's just like running off like the, the edges of the cat like the cap and stuff like that, but like nothing. They're all chill with it. Same with ham, I imagine. Uh, yeah. So there's probably one this is probably key into the closest one, doesn't it? Um if it's a if yes. it's a non specific object. Um and yes. so you follow that along. Um, yeah. So again, I don't know if everyone follows Rue, but Rue will immediately just like just swivel their body in the direction <laughs> of where their hand is pointing. Go. Oh, we are in good fortune already. 
And rather than heading towards the uh, the the sign market that um, Neris and Fishman, you would expect to be taken as far as uh, finding an apple, um, you are drawn along the the edge of the docks um, to one of the other ships that. Um, Naris and Fishman, you recognize, although it seems to be flying different colors here than it was when you last encountered this ship. Um, but this ship is unmistakable to the two of you. Um, but even more unmistakable um, are the two very recognizable figures you see. Uh, one of them uh, is chomping on an apple. The other, I imagine, speaking to one of the dock workers. <laughs> apple this way. What? What? Ru, I wow. think we've gone the wrong way. <laughs> but... Well, but the, the magic has pointed in this direction, so there must be... Ah, oh, there we go. Oh, dear. It seems to be claimed by someone already. Uh, Cerise, you have a high enough passive perception that you see these three, two figures familiar, one unfamiliar, approaching your ship and your navigator seemingly specifically. Um, hang on. We're still with Ham, Yes. Oh yes, and yeah, we'd be very a easy massive bullet. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, yeah, Loren, you probably don't have the passive for it, but I'll say roll me a perception check to see if you catch it. Absolutely, I will. <laughs> this is a very good apple <laughs> because that's a three. <laughs> Yeah, so you don't notice them, but Cerise does. She's, like, biting into this apple. She's doing that thing where she, like, throws it up and bounces it off the back of her hand and catches it and bites it. And she's, like, talking with, like, the food in the side of her mouth. And she's just like, I'm just Captain. Because, like, the navigation port, it's simply up far too high. I just can't get any, like, actual visual from up there. I feel like we need to lower it about five feet. What do you think? Turn around. Bright eyes. And then she <laughs> turns around and just stops. And this big grin appears with these pointed teeth. Well, now, a group of friends. How are you all? What a coincidence. Don't believe in coincidences. Believe in fate. <laughs> Do, are you already well acquainted? White. Pretty like turns to like Fishman and Nerus. Um, Fishman will turn to Cerise and go, Captain Thunderbolt. But he'll say it under like under breath, actually, because he would have recognised the um, the different flag and the different banner and such. 
Hello again. Or is it not Captain Thunderbolt at the moment? You can just call me Captain. <laughs> Unfortunately, doesn't work like that. But, Rue, um, these are our friends. <laughs> and he does, um, air fingers. Um, I believe... I'll be completely honest. I still don't know where we stand with you. I don't know what you're talking about. I think we made a wonderful impression on you all. You certainly left a lasting impression on some of us. And she kind of, she'd been like half turned looking at you all. She turns around fully. And, um, Neris, you would remember that, um, holes were ripped into her clothes from a certain bitey boy, uh, last time you all met. And you see that they've been mended, but hanging in her hair over that shoulder is a new braid with a string of blue beads and hanging from the end is a shark tooth that you remember Alton having to pull from a wound on her shoulder so you know immediately it is one of Janice's it's a pleasure to meet you uh, two newcomers I'm Loren Hartwillow, this is my captain is this a all of your land party. Where's the big fella? Ashamed to show his face. Where's the purple one? We you haven't left him alone with the knives, have you? We are all exploring the town. Might I ask what you were all doing as well? I was not aware that you would be here for another couple of days. We met with a good head. With a good wind. We can be lucky. And you know. And she, her voice goes quite quiet when she leans a little closer to Neris. It's foolish not to prepare. Although it's a... Uh, looking a little wet for you all. I'm sure you weren't expecting it to rain. Uh, especially you, Neris, you certainly seem like the sort of person who doesn't stand on the deck long enough to know the smell of the sea breeze as the as the fog knocks back at you. So you all seem to be getting a little damp. Um. Let me fix it for you. And then she tosses the apple towards Ham. And then Neris, in a moment you almost recognize the feather tattoos on her arms shift slightly. Just a 90 degree turn. And this tension fills her arm. And suddenly quaking out, starting as this small gap in the rain that spreads. The rain around you all stops. It's a 20 foot bubble almost. A 20-foot radius, so... 20-foot yeah. radius. Which means it's, like, 40-foot across. Yeah. Just all around you all, the rain stops. Oh! And, and she holds that there. 
And she looks back at you with those cat eyes and she looks at all of you. It's good to see you all again, isn't it? Oh, it's good, but trust me, I don't mind the rain. I find it quite nice. <laughs> Thank you, though. So, Neris isn't the only one who doesn't understand panache. Got it? Okay. <laughs> I will admit they've had a flair for the eccentric. Loren looks directly at Cerise. I can tell you do. So who are your new friends? That's him. This is uh, <clears throat> Rule Friday. They are accompanying us for a period of time. We are showing them around. Pleased to meet you. Friends of the Polaris. This seven foot tall <laughs> plague doctor. Cerise just smirks. <laughs> looks at down at them. Yep. Friends. I mean, we certainly were friendly. Some of us more than others. She oh. rolls her shoulder back at the same time. She once again looks between Cerise and Fishman. Did you say, um, and this is Jake speaking, did you say that the scars were visible? Or, uh, or was you, there any scarring? You can't tell if there is physical scarring on her body. What you can see is mended holes in her vest and shirt. Um. Yeah, no. I got nothing. Well, honestly, I'm a little surprised that you're all surprised to see us here. Didn't Neris tell you that we were having a conversation at some point? I have informed the crew that we will be having a conversation in what I assumed to be two days' time. Rue just looks over at Nero, just like the, the eyes like shining a little bit brighter, like, hmm, okay. But he's just kind of just like, just chilling. I must say, this is a bit of a strange atmosphere here. Beyond the rain. My apologies, Fishman, please speak. It's nothing, it's fine. I was just going to say that perhaps at one point there was a little bad blood between us. And then I believe we put a band-aid on it. And we went our separate ways. I have much respect for them and their crew, but also they did attack us. Oh. Now, now you're just saying, you know, harmful truths to a new friend we're trying to make. Because, forgive me if my memory's a little fuzzy, you all asked us for a favor, and then you cashed in. I'm not sure why you surprised we rocked up early in order to deliver upon said favor. 
Speaking of, Neris, did you still want to meet at that cafe? Only the captain's got plans for the day, so potentially we could take this somewhere else. Well, I would very much like to meet at the cafe, as I requested uh, to meet in the morning, and then you suggested we meet about five hours after they close for the day. So it is entirely up to you if you wish to meet at the cafe without being able to have any tea, or if you would like to meet somewhere else. Meet in the morning? You need to work on your diction. I didn't hear that at all. I swear I heard sunset. Why would I suggest sunset for a cafe? I don't know. Mood lighting? Was it not you that said I have no flair or panache? Why would I be curious about mood lighting? Well, I don't know. Potentially, I was assuming Alton was going to be there and maybe you'd feel inspired, but there you go. That man's certainly moody. Do you have another recommendation for a meeting point? Captain? None that you'd feel comfortable in. Very well, two days time at the cafe. I'll see you there, bright and late. You hurt me, Neris. Fine. I guess if you want to wait for your information, we can wait two days. Or potentially we could go there now. If you are willing to wait for the rest of the crew that are pertinent to the conversation. We can go in a few hours. Captain? That seemed fair. Means I don't have to rush my morning? Well, we know how you hate to rush your mornings. We'll see you then. And at Rue. Yes, hello. Lovely to meet you and Ham. Uh, does he go around biting people? Not normally, no. Good. Would, would you like another apple? I would very much like another apple. I'll do you two. One for you, one for him. That would be perfect. That's very kind of you. Uh, I must say, the atmosphere here has been very awkward, but you seem very lovely. I do, don't I? And then she reaches into her pocket and pulls out two little bright red apples. And she tosses one towards Ham and then walks over to Rue and drops it in their hand. <laughs> and again, that Rude shifting kind of rain disc. Interesting. Yeah. And Rue grabs the apple well and like, like the, the magic that lit up the hand. That's sort of like, once this conversation that was clearly not involving Rue started happening, um, Rue just started like shook away the, the magic on their hand and then just kind of like, kind of sort of like folded their hands in front of themselves and was just like watching very like reserved like they've been doing for most of their time on the board the ship um but at this point they reach out and um catch the apple when she drops it in their hand 
Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. I like to perform a kindness now and again. Rue Friday. I'll talk to you later today. Of course. Catch you around, Polaris. And then she drops the halted rain. Although she stops at over Neris first. <laughs> uh, Neris re-angles his umbrella so that he's nice and covered and kind of an umbrella. with the other hand kind of props up the collar a little bit more, make sure it sticks up a little bit more and shakes himself off. Uh, and will nod to first the captain and then Lorraine. And we'll turn and walk away. All right. Um, Alton, where did you make your way to? Yeah, so Alton probably would have, he would have stayed on the ship for a little bit longer. He would have first gone um, uh, back to his quarters and he would have um, probably like, tucked away like I don't know like under a floorboard with like something on it um he would have grabbed out like um like a coin purse of his money in it and then he would have um gone and gotten another fake coin purse popped that on his belt put the coin per actual coin purse into his boot um strapped some daggers into his belt uh, stealthily probably get, takes one of the pistols just in case um just getting ready for the trip um yeah and then he would uh duck into the kitchens to check on Kara um just kind of duck his head in and be like all right Kara you're everything's set for the the time off Obviously, in sign, I imagine. Yes, yes, he'd be trying to sign it along. Probably be able to speak in that manner, right? So I know know you're going to be you're going to be able to. Should be fine. Should be fine. Uh, Reminder: Don't let anyone into the kitchen. No one is allowed in the kitchen. Do not let anyone in. Would be a Feel great for my peace of mind if you could uh, please enforce that rule. Sir, no one allowed to be here. No one. I, d- I don't. I don't care what their reasoning is. Just us in here. All right. Ara, um, as Alton sort of stumbles through uh, parts of the parts of that that he would know how to sign, um, like just like no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moves forward, just kind of grabs his hands to stop him from, like, speaking in her language um, and signs a few things, um, a few words that you pick up, um, but then also notes them down and uh, sort of turns the note to you and she's like, Do not worry. (laughs) I'm not letting that fucking dog anywhere near our kitchen. (laughs) And everyone else is on very thin ice. Good, good. Yes. 
glad that, uh, I don't know if I'm glad that that ham creature is going to be on the island with me and away from the kitchen or not. But yes. <laughs> and he probably does look a bit nervous. And he kind of like latches on like, yes, I was talking about ham. Yes, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Now it'd be all good. Uh, Anything you want me to pick up from the city? Can't be Um, anything stuck here. Yeah, she puts uh, one of her paws up just to sort of gesture for him to wait. Um, And she starts scribbling down what looks like a list. Um, You'll see that some of it is just some stores that you know need to be replenished um, and others are things that you... You in particular would know that Kara uses four different um, tinctures and potions, not potions within the magical sense, but potions within the medicinal and herbal sense. Um, And so just various different herbs, um, some of which she's put a little star next to um, for like maybe hard to find, don't worry about. Um, And she folds up this note and sort of presses it into your hand and pats it. And um, before you sort of go anywhere, she just gestures uh, and makes the sign for wait. Mm -hmm. And you see her sort of duck to a section of the kitchen that um, you know is sort of her corner where she – keeps a lot of her more medicinal based things or like her little herbal drafts and tinctures. And she pulls down a little case um, and she passes it to you. Um, And within the tin, within the case, there is um, three small cases of a tincture you're quite familiar with, as well as three draft files. And she signs um, and you understand because she keeps it quite simple. She's like, these are for you. For me? Why so? She makes a few, um, a few more signs um you pick up some words but not all of it and then she writes down um you seem worried i just want to make sure you're comfortable and what kind of what would alton know that these tinctures do so you alton would know that the draw the drafts The vials of, uh, my brain is stumbling over the word, but it's the medicinal vials that you would drink um, are both a muscle relaxant as well as just a herbal relaxant. um, And the tinctures are for um, pain as well Uh, and to help treat pain. 
Yes. I see. Yeah, uh, thanks. It's, you know, he like, he kind of does this like this usual like sharp tooth grin, but it's kind of quietly angry. <laughs> one of those days, one of those days. Yes. Great. She kind of, she puts a hand, a paw on your hand and she's like, she makes this sign that you know from her teaching um, you sign language that she uses quite a bit, um, which mm. is just misunderstanding. And you see her write um, down and she's like, you don't seem bad today, but you seem stressed. I just want to make sure that if you need it, it's there. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Trying to get into the brains. People keep being nice to Alton. I think Alton <laughs> every time is just like bristling like a cat. Um <laughs> Alton is just kind of like looking very tense, but he's like, mm. "Well, I appreciate it." And uh, uh, um, I do. My medicine kit is running a little low, so I can definitely get you those supplies. I do need some myself. Kara just sort of snorts when um, you say uh, that you appreciate it. And she does this quick sign um, that, once again, you pick up a couple of words from. um, She doesn't elaborate on this one, um, but you see the sign for um, stubborn and the sign for like my husband. (laughs) Um, I feel and like Alton would like be like yeah, ridiculous. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, do an expression of like no. But she is. Husband. She does um, laugh a little at you, um, and you see uh, her sign something that she has signed at you a few times before, which you recognise to be worried less. <laughs> And not in a, like, demanding sort of way, but you know it's in a very, like, you know, don't worry about it sort of way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, I'll do my best. Um, Okay. (laughs) She gives you a little shove and then you see her sign something that she's signed to many people, but most people don't recognize it, but you very much recognize it, which is just the sign for get the fuck out of my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) He grins at that and he's like, all right, all right. Excellent. Good attitude. That reassures me. All right. Don't let the stay, uh, the staying on board crew, uh, eat all the supplies. I'll see you later. Um, she just signs, uh, again at you and just, it's stay safe and walk steady. He just nods a farewell and then he will, um, get onto the shore, leave the ship. 
<laughs> All right. So, um, your contact. Um, yes. Yes. Whereabouts were you uh, hoping to meet up with them? Uh, like general kind mm. of place. Well, he's probably. He must be having a. Is it like lunchtime or something? Uh, it's pro- it's probably getting into lunchtime by this stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We probably go to like a, a meet up at a tavern. Okay. Um. What kind of quality tavern? Hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think. Like something. <laughs> so, there's someone that's like. Quiet, so we can talk privately. Okay. Essentially. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you go to the. Probably uh, would go to the Proud Gentleman. Um, and your uh, contact, upon your suggestion, has organized for one of the, um, the, the quiet private meeting rooms. Um, towards the back of the establishment and you are ushered through to it uh, where you see the the familiar figure of um of uh, Liu Han Um, oh hey there ah. Uh, fancy digs so you're doing well for yourself Uh, of course of course of course how about you? You mustn't be too doing too bad for yourself on the, the Hydra. I hear you're a senior officer and all. Yes, absolutely. I mean Okay, okay. Are you are you um are you looking for compliments? Because yes, I do appreciate the position you got me. Okay. It pays extremely well. The heads of the Hydra Still, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should see my salary. I've never seen that much gold. <laughs> but still insulted that you decided that Cook was the only option. Seriously, Cook. <laughs> the highest position of authority I have probably in my lifetime, and I'm a fucking Cook. Thanks. <laughs> and he's a bit teasing about this. I, I, I did what I could. There's only so many positions available at any given time. Yeah, and any level at a certain level of urgency, too. And no, that was very much appreciated. Usually when they're looking for a healer, they're looking for someone with a bit of a magical bent as well as the uh, the old-fashioned stuff. Yeah, 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 really, really. Yes, no, I haven't heard that one before. Thank you. Did you come here to listen to my rant again? No, 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 no. You... You had... Questions, did you? Yes, yes. I mean, nothing super urgent, but it has... been a little, um... You know, I've been pretty cut off sailing on the seas and everything. Oh. So... Mm. I'll see what answers I can give. All right. And so, um, kind of like uh, leans forward in his seat, 
and um, takes on a much more serious tone. So tell me, did uh, any more of the group survive? Found any more of them? Um, Have you heard? A stern look uh, comes over the otherwise cheerful middle-aged human face. Mm. Um, last I heard, the last of the lakes were chased out of Tarvamar. Fuck. But they got chased out. They didn't, they, they didn't hang them all. Well, they hung what they could. <laughs> Plane's great, but not infallible. <laughs> Though, she doesn't take well to loose ends from what I've heard. Really? No. So they're going to be looking for all of them? Oh, of course. She sent out her best, from what I've heard, to recover any of those loose ends that got away. I've evaded capture this far by lying low. Uh, yeah. Reasonably. Now it's good you... I mean, you left before it any all that shit even started, so... That definitely helped. Yeah. Fucking hell. They're chasing everyone down now. First they come into our, the island and... Fuck. I mean, half these people are just... low level. They're not anyone of importance and they're chasing them down. And I say... Plains... Thorough. Mm-hmm. What was that? Elaine's Thorough. Elaine's Thorough. Thorough. Okay. Um. Yeah. Doesn't like leaving things half done. Fantastic. And I've heard, I should warn you, mm. through what little connections I've got left, that your name has made it onto that little list. Me? Are you kidding me? Seriously? Nothing escapes her. Not for that long, anyway. Everything. Everything has its time. Thing comes to light in the end for her. Don't know how she does it, but it does. Great, great. So, anyone does any the slightest thing that she disagrees with, and oh, they have to die, I suppose. No, but, uh, Yeah. doesn't favour those who have gang involvement. <laughs> like you and I. Yeah, yeah. Even if Any you little were, bit of involvement. 
even if you were just a healer and all each defense. Fucking hell. I thought I was lucky to get away from it all when all those other fools got caught. <laughs> Done well so far. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really think I had to hide much because I didn't think anyone in their right minds would come after me. No. Great. I'll have to be a bit more careful, I guess. <laughs> Try to keep my distance from any of the the aisles nearby. Hmm. Thank you for that information, although it's not exactly what I wanted to hear. Why don't I show you the new shop? Just got set up last week. Yeah, alright. Alright, and he leaves you out of the tavern. Excellent. Okay. Alton's not looking too happy. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Tybalt, uh, you've made your way to the uh, the headquarters of the Heads of the Hydra. Um, and you make your way through the familiar stone uh, building. Um, lavish and well-adorned with countless uh, art pieces and even the occasional artifacts um, of ages long past. And between you being a captain and you having Eldrin with you, uh, you are taken straight through to see uh, the heads, or at least those who are present, um, which, uh, today, um, as you enter the chamber, um, you see of the 13 seats, there are seven occupied, um, from left to right of the occupied seats, you see, uh, Azun Athar, um, is, uh, who is a, um, a gnome, a uh, forest gnome of deep blue hair, wearing, uh, noble regalia, uh, then Rosh, uh, Rosh Kavar, um, uh, uh, Tall being of um, androgynous appearance, uh, who is similarly in a lavish uh, garb. Um, next down the line is uh, dressed in black, um, Zadra Morshan, uh female tiefling. Uh, she is uh, green-skinned and has a long, twisting horns curling back uh, towards her ears. Um, next along is Lord uh, Victor Wilde, um, the uh, who is wearing 
um, uh, again, uh, much like the rest, yeah, uh, lavish noble clothes. Um, next along is uh, Caro Vizar, a uh, uh, male deep elf, um, wears lots of blacks lined with gold trim. Um, then next along is Jogan Tridesar, um, who uh, is the worst, basically. Uh, I literally have in my notes, uh, he is the worst. Um, uh, just, just for his vibe, he's, he's, he's old money, but behaves like new money. His vibe's rotten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and finally of those present, uh, Sugoti, a, uh, female, a very until, um, noble. Um, so very bright, multicolored feathers, very bright personality to match. Um, but those are the seven present of the 13 heads of the Hydra. Excellent. So, um, as Chibble enters the, um, chambers, uh, of the heads of the Hydra, um, he does a, it's a proper full bow, but it isn't like a low one. It's just a respectful one, um, with one arm behind his back and bows down and he's like, ah, heads of the Hydra, um, Captain Tibble Clover of the Polaris here to report on the most recent mission. Uh, that you have sent us upon. Um, Caro, who was the one who sent you on this mission, uh, looks at you, looks at Aldrin, and then looks back at you and says, Well, I take it you were successful. It sure seems like it, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Um, we found Eldrin for Bray and also gave him a uh, ride back to town, as it will. Um, any details that may interest you, I am happy to do a full report on. But uh, as you can see, the uh, job has been accomplished in full. Wonderful. The uh, payment will be organised by the day's end. Um, as always, dock workers, uh, our dock workers will uh, board the funds onto the ship to be dispensed appropriately. Of course, the uh, deck crew are currently ready. Uh, there will be someone to uh, meet the boarders upon such time that they board the Polaris. Until, like, in this interaction, um, obviously there's no one from his crew present um, to note this, but Eldrin would very much see that Tibble acts very differently from when he does with his crew. With his crew, he seems quite open, quite himself, um, 
rarely seems nervous around his crew, um, where around the heads of the Hydra, um, it doesn't necessarily seem like he's hiding anything, but he definitely seems like he is thinking about and picking his words um, very specifically. Like he doesn't want to say the wrong thing on accident. Are there uh, any details of the mission that you wish to discuss? A mission report or such? Or are you happy just knowing that the job was well done? Tell me, um, Lord Wilde speaks up and leans forward in his chair. And either of you can answer this, but why was it that we had no response from Caro's friend here for so long that you were sent out? Tibble um, kind of looks to Eldrin um, and sort of... <laughs> Gestures as if, like, do you want to tell them? Do you want me to tell them? Like, just, and sort of waits to see Eldrin's response. I was uh, captured. No, that's not his voice. I was captured um, by a strange ooze that was cultivated on the island. And Captain Clover and his crew were kind enough to liberate me from my captivity. I have uh, promised as well um, that I would see that uh, an additional thousand gold um, would make its way into their funds um, that I am happy to pay forthwith. I, we, um, we did come across a irregularity of sorts in the um, village that young Eldrin was, uh, well, partaking his studies in. Uh, Akarin was overrun with a uh, oh, uh, oblex um, that we have since scourged from, scourged, scourged. The oblex is no longer an issue for the people of Akarin. So, um, of course, that not being part of our mission, uh, just something that we decided to do. Um, Zedra, I'm sure that will all be covered in the, uh, the paper report as well, I would imagine. Of course. Um, and Timul does produce a paper report. Um, uh, it, I think mostly Neris would be aware of this. Um, Janice would have also been a crew member that is aware of this, but Tibble actually keeps quite an extensive captain's log of uh, events that happen. Um, and he does actually make um, quite extensive written reports um, of every mission. 
that happens um, that he keeps within a file and he writes three different versions of each of these reports. So there's a personal report um, which he writes within a personal journal um, that includes details and information that he personally has picked up and the notes and details and information are things that um, are mostly to help him further understand his crew. Um, There's a second report that is made for crew's sake. Um, So if anyone in the crew wishes to look over or understand what's happened on a mission, um, that's readily available to the crew. And it just outlines exactly what happened, exactly what was gained. Um, And there's also a Hydra report, um, which details um, things that are relevant for the Hydra to know that um, not always, but sometimes will leave out specific details that either wouldn't reflect well on the Polaris within reason, like obviously they have to know details of the mission. And if there is something that could get back to them of a major mistake they've made, um, that will be in there. But when it's small things like a a small misstep of um, guidance or, um, you know, there are just details that he might leave out. For example, this report, um, does not have uh, any mention of looking for or finding um, the notes of Eldrin's as that was not part of the mission. Um, So it was a detail that Tibble left out as that was a personal uh, task from Eldrin. Um, He does report on um, himself being taken um, by the Oblex. Um, he also uh, report in the report um, mentions that they have taken on a personal guest. Um, and he does hand that report through uh, uh, over to whoever would take it, whoever the closest person is or whoever he would usually give it to. Um, I don't know whether they have like, Surfs or anything that there's, they would There's like a have. clerk that's... Yeah. Um, so he hands it to the clerk and he's like, of course, that's for the official reportings. Um, now, there is an additional, adi- an additional matter that I... Well, a number of additional matters that I wish to discuss. Um, Eldrin, of course, you are... Um, well, we're a guest of the crew. You're welcome to stay if you wish. Um, however, it is a personal matter. Of course. I'll get going. I need to um, make sure that the thousand gold gets to your gets to your employer so it can get to your coffers. Wonderful. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, try not to get yourself into a similar situation within the near future. Uh, it would be appreciated. I'll certainly be, uh, probably provide, taking some more help next time I have such an expedition. Right. Well, you know who to contact to contact us with, you know, the circles and everything. Indeed I do. Something clever? Uh, a pleasure, Eldred. 
and he departs from the chambers. Um, so once Eldrin leaves, um, Tibble turns to address the uh, heads of the Hydra and he pulls out an additional report um, and he's like, as you are aware, um, Janice uh, was due for shore leave this time around um, and we, well, he was due for shore leave to visit his loved ones uh, at next port, which would be this visit. However, we have had an incident a few weeks ago. Janice is no longer aboard the Polaris. Uh, there will be a, uh, a report uh, with unfortunately minimal details. We were boarded uh, magically by associates, associates of Janice who have since taken him. We are not aware where. We believe that it is not of um, Janice's own free will. Now, I am aware that this is not necessarily something that is a Hydra issue, but of course, Janice being a valued member of the crew, um, I do wish to discuss uh, the ongoing payment to Janice's wife and children. This is, of course, something that if the Hydra is not willing to continue paying, I am happy to have it taken out of my wages. But I would like to ensure that Janice, Janice's loved ones do not go without. Now, as you are aware, I am a captain that very much values my crew. I'd like to think that that is a boon. Uh, I have my own personal mission of returning Janice to the crew of the Polaris. However, I will ensure that it does not get in the way of any jobs that we are tasked in the meantime. But please be rest assured that um, Janice will be returned to the Polaris if possible and feasible. And I would appreciate it if his wages are still paid in full in the meantime. I am also happy to make a charisma. Yeah, roll me a persuasion, a persuasion <laughs> for that. Sorry, just remembered I'm playing D and D and can do yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Oh, easy. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, as in. Um says um they will be forwarded to the uh his family will be forwarded the uh the his, his standard dormant rate so that they may be kept in their lifestyle of course as is uh, 
company policy, typically for AWOL. Um, AWOL due to a mishap. That is much appreciated. I would also request that uh, the additional monies for Janice's full wage be taken from uh, my pay strippings and forward to his family. I'm happy to take a lower wage to make sure that they are not left in any lurch. That is unfortunately the first matter that I have to cover with you all. Uh, there is a second, this one not quite so tragic, um, just something I need you to be made aware of, but uh, I am hosting a personal guest upon the Polaris along with their animal companion. Uh, their name is Rue Friday. Uh, he was an uh, inhabitant, I guess, of Akarin, um, who took interest in, uh, well, pursuing Tennessee for their own purposes. Uh, he has, uh, I believe, a loved one that he is searching for. And of course, being in a small village in Akarin, that is a little hard to find people being tucked away like that. So I have offered for him to guest on our ship. Now, he does seem to be quite a skilled uh, medical professional, um, as well as I have seen him in combat. So I do believe that he would be um, useful to the Hydra, even if not under official employ. Um, so I request, of course, within your own graces, and feel free to decline. Um, this is just a request, but if the shore crew payments for jobs can also be extended to my guest, if he assists on any of our jobs, that would be much appreciated. So I personally can attest to uh, his combat prowess and also their healing abilities. How is their um, how would they compare to your your current junior master at arms? Apologies, let me bring up <laughs> the um Flores crew. Yes. So that is Floret Flornbarrow. Um Uh, well, I, every crew member is um, valued in their own way. Florit is quite accomplished. Um, and I believe Florit to be very suited for her role. 
I, if if I may, is there um? And you'll need to apologize for my asking of this, of course. But is there a reason or meaning behind you asking? Well, that you can clarify for me. I'm trying to see. You need a um, in Janice's uh, absence. You likely need. At the very least, a uh, an acting senior officer in the master at arms position. Uh, my question was to gauge whether this position was more appropriately given to the currently serving junior master at arms, or whether your new companion might be better suited to the role. Of course. If I may, um, Rue is very accomplished. However, Florit has served under me for quite a while now, for three years, one year in her current position. And I would not, I do not think it fair of Florit or of her capabilities to overhire a newcomer. I do think that Rue is quite accomplished and that they are of equal value with Sword, but Florit here has the seniority. As much as I would love to give that to Rue. Um, I also have not asked Rue whether Rue would um, like to be an official member of the crew on salary. So that is something that I would have to discuss with them. But if you are asking whether I think that the senior officer position is best suited for Rue or for Florit, um, unfortunately, I would have to say Florit. All right. Well, in that case, I would suggest that um, Florit be uh, temporarily promoted as acting senior master at arms officer. And through Friday, if be offered, if they so accept, a position as the uh, junior master at arms officer upon the uh, retrieval of uh, of Janice then things can be revisited and we'll see where things lie in that regard of course we are um, at port for three days so I will discuss with Rue and um, come see you before we leave again. I believe that we will um, be, well, once we have had at least a day of shore leave, um, we will, of course, be back to be assigned our next job or to take commission of 
our next job. So uh, I appreciate the extension of offer on Rue's behalf and will, um, well, if you wish to meet them, I'm happy to bring them along when we come next for the job acquisition, of course. Um, I think Jogan says, ah, oh, yes, yes, bring them along. Bring them along next time you are here. Um, someone is going straight to a junior officer position. I feel like those of us here should meet them to begin with. I, I, I must say I was a little shocked at even the suggestion of Rue being hired straight into a senior position myself, but who am I to question the heads of the Hydra, um, but the captain of the ship? Um, yes. I will bring Rue along, um, and hopefully you'll get to see in Rue what I already see, which is a lot of potential. Now, um, is there anything else that you wish to discuss with me or request of me? Not at all. Um, not at all. Um, there's, there's, there will be jobs collated for you um, when you return as uh, things that we believe are matching the capabilities of your ship. Uh, Excellent. Once the uh, crew has had their uh, break and uh, the ship has been has gone through its general service and supplies replenished. Um, we will come acquire the next job. Wonderful. Um, and as you depart the chambers, um, that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Thank you for listening, folks. We'll see you next time. Catch you next week. See you, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, Conrad. Did someone say snack? Snack? Do you want to come say hello? <laughs> no, we don't want to say hello. <laughs> Did you guys hear uh, Zuko clawing at my leg halfway through table dialogue? <laughs> Did not. No. <laughs> I did look down at him, quite amused, and I was like, mm, that's right, I'm in the middle of dialogue right now. <laughs>